M S W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? Awesome. And that's a v-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear. I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself. And they've expanded way beyond underwear too. And with their love at first wear guarantee, you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit. Discover your inner Tomboy. Let me get you started with my special discount. Go to Tomboy X under the code Stephanie to get an extra 20% off. That's an extra 20% off when you enter Stephanie at TomboyX.com. That's Tomboy TomboyX.com. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The, the Final Word. Word. The Final Word with Frangela. The Final Word. 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 Wow. I don't know. I don't that know what happened. It was sort happened. of chaotic. It was it very, was very chaotic. like. <laughs> it was very, you know what? It kind of reminded me of um, walking on thin ice. <laughs> What's your name? Yoko. Ono. Yoko, baby. Very Yoko. Very Yoko. Thank you for listening and welcome back to the final word here in the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Yes. We want to thank everybody who came out on June 6th to the Sexy Liberal virtual tour because let me tell you, we had a great evening. It was great. It was such a it was so cool to be able to talk to people in the lobby, mm-hmm. which was fun these little phone calls. Yeah. Just like it was like, totally fun. We talked to people from all across the country. Got it felt really great. It felt great to hear about what people were doing for protests, how people are uh, getting through COVID. And so oh, we were all in the in the quote-unquote lobby having conversations with people. How Sparks, John Fugel sang, Mama, us, Travis, Chris. I think Sean was there. Yep. Everybody, you know. And and, and people got of, to talk to each other. And a lot of people said other. they really enjoyed that yeah. like talking to other people who were in the audience even though it was virtual and then afterwards the uh, vip meet and greet was totally fun yes we went we went room to room to room talked to people told people about how we met and it was lots of fun if you had any technical problems go ahead and let them know 
Yeah. <laughs> run the world. It was the first time out, and we're definitely addressing any and all concerns, but it was a really great time, mm-hmm. and we are definitely doing it. Um, which right now we're basically lining up with the shows that we had to postpone. Mm-hmm. So the next one is July 11th, I yes. believe. Yes. And and you can still purchase a link for this past show if you That's missed right. it at sexyliberal.com. That's right. Okay. You can see the show. I'm not sure. I don't think you can do the, obviously you can't do the live meet and greet, and I don't right. think those, were, those weren't recorded anyway, but the show, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's very multimedia. It's very cool. It's very cool. Very sexy and cool. So, Joe, make sure you go to sexyliberal.com or run the world and uh, put in um, sexy liberals in there. Uh, Also, you can be a Frangela Patreon. Did you know that? Thank you so much to everyone who is. You go to Patreon, and and as a Patreon member, you get special things. Yeah, you do. Number one, you get three micro idiots. And let me tell you something. If you have not been to Laugh Mountain, that's what I call our Patreon page. I'm going to tell you Private. something about micro it is. Yeah. That's where, that's where the, the what is that? The, the, the shan hits the fit? Yeah. That's where, <laughs> that's where the shan hits the fit, people. Yeah. Um, we, I, these, are, there's, we have one coming up that, and I mean, it is, it is hilarity. Yeah. But it is well over our time limit. I think it's like 30 minutes. <laughs> no, it's like, I think it's 14. It's I think it. you literally told me it was like 14 minutes. And I was like, but we just, it was that stupid. It was that it stupid. It was that stupid. It was that stupid. So it's a lot of fun. And we want to thank everyone because that is keeping us alive. We thank you. We so appreciate it. Yeah. Um, and there's, you get birthdays and other videos. And there's going to be more stuff to come on there. Mm-hmm. And also you can uh, go to cameo.com and put in Frangela and we can send you a specific video for you or a friend. And we can wish you a happy birthday, kick COVID in its ass for you, yes, whatever you need. a pep talk, <laughs> maybe tell a friend, you know, that you're a better friend than this other friend. We did one recently where yeah, it was like two did. friends fighting over who's the better friend to somebody. It was in a very cute, loving way. Yeah. And it was just a lot of fun. So definitely check that out if yeah. you can. Yeah. If you go to Frangela.com, we got swag Frangela stuff there on the, is it is it shopping or what is it called? It's called the store. I think it's a store. Yeah. Um, and also every Friday on the third hour of the uh, uh, Stephanie Miller show. We are on for the Black Power Hour. That's what mm-hmm. we call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, and and please check out all the podcasts in the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. There are some new ones. Yeah, unprecedented. Yes, check it out. Check it out. All right. First up, okay. Let's talk about the Justice and Policing Act. Thank you very much, Democrats. House Democrats, give it up. That's <laughs> right. And joined by the only senators with sense, uh, the Democrats. Uh, we had. Uh, if you didn't see the press conference, it's worth looking for the photo op, if only to see a bunch of white people in kente cloth. Girl, which I was is, delivered. It was really, it was really beautiful. So you see, this, uh, obviously, the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, and um, we had uh, Nadler was there, and obviously um, uh, Chuck Schumer, the Minority Leader in the just in the uh, Senate, and everyone, and and obviously Senator Harris and Senator Booker, um, and this legislation. It's really, really sweeping, and, and, and it, it actually it does a lot of really important things. Number one, it bans the chokehold and no-knock warrants in drug cases, and that's at the federal level. And that's really important. Now, we all, obviously, there's local and state levels, but this is this is what they can do, yes. and they, they're doing it. Absolutely. And what, what kills me, okay, honestly, is no one felt this way after Eric Garner. We watched that man be killed in the streets. And this, I think that... From a police chokehold. And this is the thing. I hope de Blasio um, gets thrown the fuck out of office oh even before God. it's time to vote. Um, his behavior has been, I think, reprehensible. Yeah. Uh, it, all through. 
his turn but th around this and he's starting to capitulate this week but only because everybody's like are you are you crazy but uh th that stuff is really important also you know senator harris did a very good job of talking about trying to attack the sort of the the qualified immunity that police have set up through many of their police unions yes um the standard that it the 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 standard that it takes to convict a police officer of wrongdoing of brutality of unjustified um you know physical violence is ridiculously high yeah this, this you know and which gets us into our you know Next thing that we're going to talk to uh, talk, address is talking about defunding the police. But, but, you know, I think we should talk a little bit more about what is happening in this act, because I think that, you know, the fact that we are able at this point in time to get this done, that they're able to do that, it's I think is amazing. In, in my moments, you know, we, as we say, we've these are hard times yeah. for a lot of reasons. And I'm going to be honest. I wake up in one place and I don't stay there long. Yeah. But I, these are places that are not always lovely, you know. Mm -hmm. But then oh, my sort of overall sense is that while I would give anything for none of these people to have lost their lives. Yeah. And while I am tortured by the fact that today as we, re as we do this podcast, George Floyd is finally being laid, laid to rest. Right. That that is never out of my mind. Um, that I look at this and I, no matter what. Donald Trump thinks how proud he may or may not be up in heaven and keep his name out your mouth, motherfucker. Yeah. I'm serious. Um, it's, I will say this, that, that it is because of these protests in this country and around the world. And while I have, I am of two minds of feeling about that. Mm -hmm. One is it, is it, is it hard to know that black people have been protesting this since jump? Yeah. Since, <laughs> since 55 years. You know, since Emmett Till. Since Emmett and before. And before. You know, then. but but in every, you know, the civil rights movement has specifically tried to deal with this issue. You're absolutely right. Whether it was, you know, watching, um, you know, anyone be beaten up by the police, but the that it but this is what it took and it's the sustained action and yes. that's what's important. Keep going out. What I really think is powerful is this spontaneously all of a sudden i'll get an alert that a group of people when you get above like 50 people and you close out an intersection yes that it's like and it doesn't matter if it's for one hour for two hours for eight hours but you peacefully stand there march pro talk have some you know it, it doesn't have to be we all get a plane ticket and get a t-shirt yeah. and plan speakers and i believe that the fact that people are keeping up these protests in particular that's such a diverse population i have never heard in the national discourse any concern about whether or not asian american communities and african-american communities get along right. until now right Right. This is the first time I've heard that. This is the first time I have seen uh, this kind of, and this is the thing, there's a lot of reasons why. And one of the, that this is particular, like you said, like why didn't these other sort of deaths that did get e uh, national attention, why didn't they do this? I, th this is a particularly egregious lynching. Yes. Um, it, it, what happened? Well, well, he literally became a martyr. And that I'm going to tell you something, that didn't happen with Eric Garner. No. And that didn't happen with Sandra Bland. No. Well, it, Sandra Bland somehow got, I think that the, the we've got, a, you can't divorce the pandemic, yeah. people not doing well. And like I, we were talking about this before i don't think we have here on the podcast we might have last week because it's a blur for me but i think you have to there's not there is something about many of us being either on sort of a forced lockdown or even trying to maintain more of a stay at home where are the places that you're going you're going to the grocery store maybe right and maybe one or two other kind of that kind of place but to get to get essentials who are you dealing with more than uh, more Right. You know, and like what who works at your grocery store? Exactly. And I think that seeing fewer people, having fewer outlets, having less things to watch on TV, Tiger King being over. Right. You know,
know, um, people being tired, people being scared, people having been sick and, and scared and having people, you know, not know what's going to happen in the election and Trump's an asshole, all of that compounded. And then to watch somebody, there is a difference between what we saw, the guy had his hand in his pocket. Derek yeah. had his hand in, in his, his pocket. pocket. And he stared directly the at the, the camera. They, normally, you're used to the moment where the cop comes up and grabs the phone. They didn't even care that they were being filmed nope. because they didn't think it would matter. They didn't even care. In nine minutes, you sit, try to sit still for 30 seconds. Yep. Like, And I think that the egregiousness of it and the injustice of it has really rocked people. And, and I, you know, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for your forbearance and kindness and love and support because we appreciate it and we need it. And there are days when it's hard yeah. to talk about our feelings or to talk about where I'm at because what I see is I worry about everybody I love. Yeah. Well, I told Angela, I was like, I'm heartbroken. And Absolutely I was, and I told her, and I told her, Absolutely I was like, here's the deal. I, you know, I've lost both of my parents. They're both dead in the mm -hmm. ground. And I, I got, I got through their deaths better, if you will, than this, because their deaths made sense. I understood that there was a, there was a time as, as Reverend Al Sharpton said, Mm -hmm. It made sense in the time and what was happening in their bodies yeah, this, this and what was happening. This shouldn't have happened. And and regard and even even on top of it, the watching a lynching, yes, and watching people have such yes. a, such an absolute lack of concern, and with the authority in their fucking uniforms, yep. with, with the, the authority power. of the state behind them, yes, and to have the only reason that this man has a million dollar bond and is in jail on second and third and all other charges and should be charged with a hate crime also. Yes. The only reason that those other three cops are in jail is because of everyone who yeah. has protested. When I looked at they were showing, I think it was on, I think it was last night. See, time is hard for me now. Mm -hmm. I think it was on Chris Hayes' show, the, like maybe even on Monday night. He was going showing all the different places that were protests, large cities around the world. And then he went to small towns and particularly went to one small town in Texas that in the 90s was an all white town that was actively fighting desegregation. This mm -hmm. is in the 90s. Yeah. Okay. Um, that a federal order had come down that they had to desegregate their public housing because it was all they weren't allowing black people or anybody mm -hmm. of color to live in their public housing, only white people. And the town, they armed up and they harassed the shit out of anybody who tried to move in. And they were they, and they they're on. You can go watch interviews mm -hmm. now with them being like, this is a white city. It's going to remain a white city. Yeah. 30 years later, that town had a Black Lives Matters protest. Yeah. Continually over the last two weeks. That is something I never thought I'd see. Yeah. And what it shows you and what it's showing those MAGA mother. Mm, mm. I'm trying. What it's showing them is there are more of us than them. Absolutely. And they, I don't care. You can braid your beard all you want. And you can go stand at the Capitol with your little cowardly ass gun. But we will come out in force and we are not afraid and we will not allow you to do this. And that is that I'm trying to get the through the moments, but it's really hard. Well, and so <laughs> and so now you, we're hearing, you know, you, you of course you've heard the term defund the police, hashtag defund the police, banded around over and over and over again. But we ask, what does that mean, right? Defund the police means that police will be funded. It doesn't yes. mean that you're going to completely take away all no money and no cops. No cops That's, tonight. None at all. Right. It, but it does mean that uh, police will not be overfunded. At this time, many city budgets over a third to sometimes in some cities, half of their budget is just for police. Yes. And that is what is allowed and the police use that money to buy tanks yes. and other military weapons that they don't fucking need. That's right. And that means the redistribution of the city budget and that everyone gets a fair share like 
kids who go to school. Well, and here's the deal. Then you can say to yourself, well, wait, it's a different way. We talked about this last week and we've actually talked about it when they first started the Campaign Zero, which I think is like two or three years ago about that. Um, Campaign Zero. And it seemed, I told friends, like, I remember reading it and being like, wow, this seems kind of like it would be really hard to get accomplished. Mm -hmm. And here we are Mm -hmm. at people openly talking about it. So when they say defund, what we're saying is we do we want the police responding to mental health calls no no do you want do i want the police in my child's school responding to a six-year-old yeah having a a tantrum or a fallout no no he should there should never we should never call the arm of the law to deal with a six-year-old we there, there should no no police should be throwing black children to the floor and the ground Ever, ever putting hands Not on to anybody's child yeah let's know no who cares what color they are that's it and and this is the thing like why do the police departments you know we have to obviously look into all their hiring practices and Ooh, training i can girl. tell you from experience that their training is that the public is their enemy yes. not that they're there to serve and protect it but that the the thing that's the da- most dangerous to them is in fact the public and particularly black and brown people mm-hmm. that is part of the training yes they get shown videos every single day of cops being shot by people um so uh, and i know this from cops who just became cops so and, 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 and that's what we're talking about and that's what defund the police is really talking about now that can mean and i we've said this and i believe this there's some police departments like i'm going to say the los angeles police department that from its inception has been nothing but motherfucking trouble yeah and so well let's fire everybody and start over right that's where i'm at with them well and to have a conversation a little bit of a conversation about the history of the police and policing the first you know, police uh, organization that we got here in the United States officially was in the 1871 and it was the Boston police. And that was because the rich people talked the city into funding a group of night watchmen yeah. who were always They're private drunk. guards. They're private guards. They were yeah. always drunk and they were always the people. It was it was your social duty once you got, you know, in trouble with the law to go be the night guard, right? Yeah. So that was all the worst people in the first place. No, people they knew they could count on beating other people up. Absolutely. And and particularly certain groups of people. And also, I mean, the real, the big start of organized, we didn't have organized um, forces for security or for police purposes the first the first real organization that is around slavery and is around people being given the right without having to get any kind of deputization mm-hmm. but creating posses to go catch escaped Sla- slaves that's right so that's so when you talk about institutions that's founded on fucking with black people mm-hmm. that is the police department it's Absolutely. always been that and then cut to you know the the, the reality is is that when when they got they talked you know, average um, uh, citizens into funding the police to protect the wealthy's stocks, you know, um, uh, you know, on the um, shores and um, down at the ports. That's mm-hmm. what, what it was for. Yeah. It was to protect the wealthy. It's not about protecting you. Oh, no. No, because here's the thing. And I think Senator Harris has, Kamala Harris has done a very good job. Um, Kamala, sorry. A very good job of making this clear. If police, if more police solved crime, then wealthy neighborhoods should have more police in them mm-hmm. because if you go to the wealthiest neighborhoods you don't see police mm-hmm. you don't see them driving around you don't see them on the streets if you go anywhere below that the level of police presence goes up by the lack of access to um the economy yeah and and, and then you're starting in neighborhoods where they have cars just parked places yep if that stopped crime there'd be no crime exactly. <laughs> you know but that isn't what stops crime and so we have to ask ourselves what do the police do and is it fair to ask them to do those things even if they weren't the fucked up institution that they are 
If you're looking for the perfect Father's Day gift, Omaha Steaks can help. What does Dad really want for Father's Day? Steak. Yes, he does! And for a limited time, you can find a variety of packages filled with beautiful Omaha Steaks, plus other premium meats, side dishes, artisan desserts, and so much more. Yes, all ideal for Dad's special day. These packages come flash-frozen, vacuum-sealed, and delivered in a cooler with dry ice safely to his door. That means fresher than fresh, all Mm. backed by Omaha Steaks' unconditional 100% money-back guarantee. It's a simple, delicious way to treat Dad this Father's Day, and you're giving him something he will actually enjoy. Right now, Omaha Steaks is offering access to a variety of amazing packages that are perfect to send to Dad for his Father's Day. Mm. So go to omahasteaks.com and enter the code LIBERAL into the search bar. You'll see all of the great options available, many that include free shipping and a free one-pound package of their perfectly cured, incredibly thick applewood smoked steak cut bacon. That's right. Visit omahasteaks.com and enter code LIBERAL in the search bar to shop for a Father's Day today. Remember to enter code LIBERAL in the search bar. Yeah. And while you're at it, can you imagine going into that Zoom meeting? What do you see on that screen when you look at yourself? I know what I see sometimes, girl. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ooh, I see them bags. Mm-hmm. I see, I see, I see those crow's feet. I see. And they're gonna know that's not from doing my work because I'm about to uh, <laughs> uh, dance around that. They're gonna know I've been playing Catan all night. <laughs> So I can't let them see this, right? Right. Let me tell you, that camera catches everything. Yeah. Now imagine they're gone. Yeah. Yeah. No, no risky, expensive surgery. Mm-hmm. Just gone in minutes. It's called Plexiderm, a clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates your wrinkles, crow's feet, and under eye bags, and all in the comfort of your own home. Plexiderm is the solution for Zoom meeting eyes, That's y'all. true. Looking ready at any time. Yeah. I know. We use it. All of us. All We've of all us. tried every sexy liberal. We bathe in it. I, if we could, we would all day long. <laughs> it makes you look just 10 years younger. Just, I don't know, just 10 years is good. Yeah. I'm blown away by the results. Yeah. Plexiderm can give you the confidence you'll need to be great on Zoom meetings or FaceTiming with friends. They'll sure to be surprised when you, they see you this summer, child. Yeah. And the best part is Plexiderm goes on clear and lasts for hours so nobody will know you're using it. Unless you them. That's right. Go to triplexiderm.com and use our code VOICES for half off on a full-size, full-size bottle of Plexiderm, plus an additional $10 off. That's right. That's half off plus an extra $10 off. Or call 800-685-1292 and mention the code VOICES. Plexiderm is backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit triplexiderm.com and use code VOICES. That's code VOICES at triplexiderm.com. Yeah. Lexiderm. Love it. Yes. In other news, mm-hmm. uh, this I don't know if I can say this without laughing, Francis. White House officials are debating. Uh-huh. Debating, girl. They're not sure. Right, right, right. Whether to have Donald J. Trump address the nation on race and national unity. Girl! I, 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 I just... I think SNL should quit. The, this yes. is, it gets no better than this. No, it doesn't. I mean, <laughs> it gets no better. It, put a bull's eye on him because it's like if he thinks right now he's complaining about he turns on the TV and every piece of news is, you know, Trump is the worst ever. Everybody hates Trump. Everybody's going after Trump. If he does that national unity oh speech. My God. Oh, my God. 
to me, it's like saying, like, um, like who would you go to? Like, it's like going to Hannibal Lecter and being like, we'd like you to talk about veganism. Exactly. Like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, it makes no sense. And also, we know deep within our souls that at the same time that they're debating this, he's in his wherever bathroom mm-hmm. with a Big Mac in one tiny hand and the other tiny hand tweeting conspiracy theories that are insane. That the poor gentleman, 70-year-old, 70, 70-plus-year-old 70 gentleman who got pushed by the police mm-hmm. is part of Antifa. You know, it's just like... And it was a setup. It's yeah. a very complicated conspiracy theory, too, like that he was filming or doing something. It's just it's a, it's a ridiculous theory. But that he's, meanwhile, saying all sorts of racist shit, shoving George Floyd into a, a discussion atop on the uh, jobs report, which was also a lie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the unemployment rate. Um, and, and you know, his this is a man who can't say anything without it being problematic he is by his very core and nature divisive and the idea that you would risk first of all he's going to interfere he's going to infuse some of these comments somewhere already Absolutely. you already need to I, i'd be on that fuse box i would have some kind of intern at that fuse box for like the minute i sense one of those coming i'm like pull the fuse I, w- I would have one of those uh those poison needles ready yeah just dark just, dark <laughs> yep you know, not like, because, but the idea, and I, I went through two minds about it. I was like, okay, on the one hand, if he gives this address, it's like Biden having a huge organizing fun drive without having to do anything. There are moments when I say to myself, why don't we just send Biden on a nice vacation? Yeah. Right up until like the day of the election. And then just bring him on out. And just have surrogates go out and then bring him out. Because my favorite meme, and I don't care what you think, my favorite meme mm-hmm. of this whole time is, do not let Joe Biden distract you from voting for Joe Biden. It's the truth. <laughs> It's the fucking mean. So, uh, but the idea that we might, I live in fear and a sort of weird anticipation, a weird, uh, not excited, but like, oh my gosh, what a shit show it would be to have the unity racial uh, situation in America talk headed by Donald J. Trump. Yes. You know, and meanwhile, 81% of Americans believe that racism exists. And I'm going to tell you, that is huge up from the 90s, not even the 80s. From the 90s. No, the, the numbers were actually almost fully reversed. Yeah. Like, um, that the, there were people who believed it resist. They, there were, uh, particularly when they broke it down by race, that most, well, majority of uh, white Americans, at least that they would, you know, um, look to for these answers for this, mm-hmm. these surveys, uh, believed that there was some racism, but that it wasn't a big deal. Right. Or that there was none. That things were equal. Right. Particularly since the election of one black president. Uh, but 81% of Americans believe it exists. And then, obviously, Trump's approval ratings. I don't know why we still do those. I don't know either. I don't I, know. I just, we just, they're going to stay at whatever that number of MAGA fools is. Um, right. And, I'm, and I just, everybody, including Samantha Bee, owes um, Hillary Clinton a really big apology for having any issue about deplorable. Because that was the nicest thing that could be said about these people. Absolutely. Speaking of people... We're opening up, everybody. So I'd say act accordingly. But I, we looked at this article that talked uh, from hair salons to gyms, experts ranked 36 activities by coronavirus risk level. And I think it's important as things open up that we look at the risk level of, of what you're taking on to quote unquote, because we're all bored. 
We're all tired. I just, we all want to go yeah. do something. Trust but me. But I don't more than I want to keep people safe from this. And I am disgusted by the fact that anybody would have a discussion about people need, the economy needs. No. What we need to do is keep each other safe. Well, the reason why I pulled this article. No, it's this important article, for people to understand what they're, yeah, they're uh, doing. This quote from one of the, the people talking in this. Is that they said, uh, until we have a vaccine, we're going to have to move forward with risk reduction strategies because you can't keep the economy on hold forever and you can't keep people's lives on hold forever. I go, why not? Yeah, you know, I'll tell you why not because of another thing that we kind of we, we skipped over a little bit because U.S. billionaires have regained $565 billion in wealth since the coronavirus hit. Absolutely. That's why they don't want to keep the economy on hold because they'd like to continue making their money. Exactly. So that, exactly. That, trust me on this. One of the things I've learned in very striking detail is that my big a stressor is rent yeah and that it, when you get rid of that stressor even temporarily and this is what's interesting to me people have been in, in a very good way people say but you know you're not really getting ready to go yeah it's an interest and penalty free loan yeah what other place do black people or any working people get mm-hmm. that you get that if you're donald trump you get it over and over again and never have to repay it and in fact you can sue them for you not repaying it which he has done over and over again but we don't get loans we mm-hmm. certainly don't get interest and penalty free loans no this is the closest we will ever come to that i would have thought yeah so yeah they we need that to end because we might get used to it exactly and the world didn't stop because people had the government step in and say that you don't have to pay your rent on the first exactly the world didn't stop so this list below uh assigns a score for activities from one to ten ten being the riskiest and one being the least risky now there were no tens on the list number one but at risk level nine are bars large music concerts that's our jobs yeah uh sports and sports stadiums mm-hmm Okay. Level eight, right below it. Gyms. <laughs> Gyms. Chris Lavoy. I think you're Chris Lavoy. Get out the damn gym. <sighs> Boo, I will. You can lift me if you need to. Mm-hmm. Amusement parks, buffets, which, you know how I feel about buffets. I know, I know how you feel about um, Churches. Look, people. I know. You got to, God's got to hear you from your house. And, and and this is the thing about any and all gods that I've ever been told. They mm. can. They can. Nobody's Absolutely. ever said there's specific places you need to be. Um, Level seven. Basketball, which I found hysterical. That's the, actually that, below. That surprises me. But, but, but this is why I like the fact that they put it on the list. Because it gives you an idea. Like, if you're going to be passing something back and forth between people, mm-hmm. that that's a level seven, you know, exposure. School. It's, it's interesting to me that because it's like. I would have thought it'd be higher. Me too. Me too. <laughs> like, Schools and public pools. All right. Cause next up, and these are open in Vegas in disturbing ways. Casinos. That's a level six. Indoor dining. Yeah. Playgrounds. That surprises me. Yeah. I think anything with children, you gotta. Here's the thing. It may not be because of the way that COVID seems to function in most children a, a danger to them, but the minute you take them home, yeah. it's a it's a danger to everybody else. Yep. So especially if you've got older people or people with morbidity issues in the household. Yeah. But um, hair salons hair and barbershops. Salons, I would have thought that'd be higher. Movie theaters. I know that's see this right now. We, now we're into our territory. Yeah. Stuff that upsets. Well, that, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Like you know, think about so that's a level six. Is movie Are you theater. willing to take a 60, 40 chance on getting COVID? Exactly. To see, um, legally bond for. Exactly. Just you gotta, these are the things we have to ask ourselves. Level five, 50 50. Here you go. Malls, airplanes. Airplanes, I would have thought were higher too. Me too. Dinner parties, indoors, beaches, and bowling. Let me tell you something. I get sick almost every time we fly. So yeah. I'm already like, whatever. Then four, dentist office. Mm-hmm. Walking in a busy downtown. See, that's, that's odd to me. Walking in a busy town, offices, outdoor restaurants. Yeah. So your office, if you go back to your office, you have a 40% chance of getting sick. 
Then uh, over that, we've got groceries, camping, hotels, libraries, and museums at level three. Mm-hmm. Level two, going for a walk, getting fuel. That that surprises me a little. Yeah, me too. I thought that might be higher. Me too. And level one, getting takeout or playing tennis. <laughs> That's it. That's what you can do at level one. Get takeout. Or play tennis. Or play tennis. So what they're saying is, for you to have what I would consider, I don't want to, I don't want to, I haven't engaged in anything higher than a level three. Yeah, no, either I. Uh, uh, not at all. And I don't plan on it. No. Not just because of me, but because I'd like to see my mother at some point in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. And right now, my sister and I have been dealing with that. Like, how do we get home? Because my sister can drive. It's She's in D.C., but it's an eight-hour drive. Mm-hmm. But she's, get, she's got a test. She's been on lockdown, but she's got a test. You're going to do the two weeks, get a test, get in the car, knock it out. You know, was, yeah. you know, do all that because if I get on a plane, I got a quarantine for at least two weeks. Even though they, I was yesterday, we were talking about how that two week thing is kind of just sort of a guess. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't really know if that's you know something you can count on. So, but I, you know, and as much as anybody, if you can, obviously keep washing hands and wear your masks. And yes. If you, and if you can, if you have the ability to donate masks to people, if you're someplace and you see somebody get told they can't go in the store and you have a mask, if if you could give them a mask. That would be really lovely, you know, um, but just to help each other out and maybe we can, we need to normalize this kind of contact and the way that we handle this so that people, because if we do that, it won't be so hard. Yeah. And before we go, uh, move on, I have, we have to do this story. California mayor resigns after saying no good person of color has been killed by police. Okay. Say that again more slowly. Here we go. He resigned after saying no good person of color has been killed by police. Uh, what happened was, now, at first, when I told Angela about it, she goes, well, what, what California town? I go, girl, Temecula. I'm like, ain't that, ain't that? That's 20 minutes away. Ain't that Mexico, too, basically? Like, yeah, I'm sorry, Temecula? You ain't never seen no black people? You don't, you don't know, you don't know to act better than this in Temecula? Okay, so, this is what I don't understand. So this is a uh, Temecula mayor, James Stewart, who, according to KTLA, wrote in an email that he didn't quote, be- and this is in quotes, believe there's ever been a good person of color killed by a police officer. Now, then they go on to say that this mayor Stewart is dyslexic, uses speech to text software to write his email. He says it malfunctioned and he didn't notice the word good had been added to his sentence. He initially apologized for the error and asked for forgiveness. Now, I want you to, let's read the sentence without the word good in it. Thank you. I believe there's ever been a person of color killed by a police officer. Let me tell you something. Mm. Dyslexia don't make you racist. No. I it dyslexic. don't make you racist. I can't. I, it, it, it more shows up in my typing and writing. Mm-hmm. I'm able to, I, actually, I think I'm able to read well enough that I overcame that part. Not mm-hmm. overcame, but I've been able to compensate right. for it. But like, I was like, yeah, no, that's not, that's not a function of dyslexia. No. Racism. Racism. No, because without good in that sentence, you take that out of the sentence, it still sounds like what you're saying is nobody good got killed. Yeah. Or I don't believe that police officers ever kill anybody. Right. In an well, unjustifiable way. Why are we worried about it? Why are we worried about it? But well, like, all I know is that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like, it goes, unfortunately, I did not take the time to proofread what was recorded. I absolutely did not say that. Oh, yes, you did. Here's the only thing I will say. This recently happened to me with Siri. A friend of mine called me and was like, hey. I was like, what? What's up? She's like, well, do you want to talk? And I was like, sure. What do you want to talk about? Mm. And she was like, no, I mean, what is it? I was like, what do you mean? So this goes on for a little while. Then she goes, well, you're upset with me. I go, I am? Why, would I, why am I upset with you? And she's like, you just texted me. So what had happened is she texted, my cell phone was on the counter, and I was in the kitchen, like, 
cooking Benny's food because mm-hmm. that's all I do. And I had the TV on and I was watching the news. And um, and it was for some reason I had allowed it to lapse into Chuck Todd who gets on my ever loving last nerve. Mm-hmm. So Chuck Todd, I know this because I scream at the TV a lot particularly during certain shows. So I'm watching this and I'm, so I guess she texted me at the same time she texted me, I was screaming at the TV. So it picked up Siri without me saying Siri, Mm -hmm. which it sometimes does picked up part of what I was screaming at the TV. And what I screamed at the TV was, I am so sick of you. (laughs) You are so irritating. Oh my God. I hate you. Oh my God. And so she got this text saying that, and I didn't know that because I hadn't looked at my phone. So, so it took a while for us to figure it out, and then it, but it looked, it said on the text, you know, Siri sent. And I was mm. like, girl, I've never used Siri to send a text. I was like, I'm not mad at you. I don't know what. <laughs> so, but this is the thing. The only word that you say that you was wrong was good. It doesn't make any sense. No, 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 no. But what I loved is by Thursday, this was like, uh, what day was, I believe this was like a Monday or Tuesday, by Thursday. He resigned. He has to. And, you know, like... And really? Like, because uh, I just watched... Uh, what's his name? Rand Paul in Kentucky argue against an anti-lynching bill, and he didn't resign. No, no, he's not going to resign because people voted him in. They voted for him to stand there and stand in front Is that who you are, lynching. Kentucky? That's if you exactly live in Kentucky, we'd who, like to hear but, from you yeah. because what I, we need you to do is you. we have got to get rid of you got, Rand Paul and fucking and Mitch, Mitch McConnell. McConnell. They no, are no. the biggest fetters to any forward movement we have. You mean to tell me those are both your senators this that's not a mistake Rand Paul went and did his job he went and did well, what he was they, elected they, to they do they stop people from voting do a lot of things but if you guys get together and there are towns in Kentucky all these towns have had these Black Lives Matters protests you've got to Black Lives have to matter when they vote too yep. we've got to get the voting on and I know they think they're going to scare us out of it or some BS but they are wrong yeah and finally Colin Kaepernick wins Amnesty International's highest honor I say congratulations we were just Roger talking Goodall about it suck they it. can all suck it and they're going to all come back and apologize no oh, give fuck him a fucking leak give him a team fuck giving That's him what a I said. job we were talking about this when Francis was like he, he needs to be back on a team and I was like no what he needs is to own a, te- own a team yes because this is the thing about the owners and they have a union to keep out they have they have a union an owners group to keep out to decide to racially segregate and make sure there's no black ownership ownership, that women that all sorts of people have no access to this and this is what i say fuck football fuck those sports i think there's a really good reason to not support football there are many good reasons and one and not the least of which is the fact that people are getting they're killing them yeah you know um cte cte and and but also with this yeah i guess after um uh, uh, several weeks of protests peaceful protests you go oh maybe one guy kneeling wasn't such a big deal yeah but it was when you're an owner that's right and that's the thing and you have the power to, to 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 i cannot believe I'm so angry. I'm so that, that angry. This man, that Colin Kaepernick was put without for three years, without pay, without a job, maligned by the president of the to this day, for three, that's right. tweets about him and not one about George Floyd. And be clear, on top of that, he they've pushed out Ben Carson this week yes. and his slimy little tap dancing biscuit making butt to, to come out here and talk about, well, why didn't they just say they love America? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Do we owe fidelity to the nation that enslaved us and continues to torture us? I'm sorry. Do we not? We have to say I love you before we get treated with any level of equality? No, no, no. no Suck no. it. Yeah, yeah. You want me to tell you I love you before you hit me. Fuck off. I know. I can't. I can't. Not to, that's our final word. <laughs> We just can't even. And we, we love you and thank you. Yes. Now it's time for emails. Emails. Time to go get some emails. Thank you so much for writing us at frangelo08 at gmail.com. And for your patience on us catching up. You are lovely, lovely, lovely. Thank you for hearing and responding with love. Mm-hmm. 
to my personal anxiety, which is the pressure I put on me. It's not you. I do it to me. But it's all right. It's beautiful. All right. This is from Ellie H., I think. Uh, she says, you don't have to reply <laughs> to your point. Exactly. Just listen to episode 164, and I wanted to tell y'all you are loved and appreciated. Thank Angela, you. you mentioned your inbox anxiety, and I heard that LOL. Take care of yourselves and each other, Ellie. Thank you, Ellie. We are so grateful. Thank you. And we love, and here's the thing, we love hearing from you. And so just, that's the thing is we want to, we want to respond in a more timely fashion. So, but we're getting there and we want to thank you and please write when you want to write. Don't not. This is, um, from Catherine L. She wrote, dearest Francis Angela, I just listened to the latest final word podcast and I really appreciated your discussion about looting. I heard one news person talk about people looting, stealing diapers. I had an immediate visceral reaction to that. It's not looting if you're taking diapers. Thank you. There's no black market for diapers. They're not reselling them at 10 times the price because they're a hot commodity. They took diapers because their baby needed them. It's not the same as a bunch of white hipster boys stealing Vans shoes preach exactly these protests are a wake-up call on so many levels i really hope we can grow from this as a community so much love to you both stay safe out there it's not looting when you take things you need and also i and there was a woman who and i've been was just looking for who said you gotta remind me if it was my, if it was my sister who sent us that mm. video of the woman on oh yeah it was your sister okay i gotta look for that video but but and francis actually puts this very well that that we need to look at why it is that anyone would risk their life, mm-hmm. would risk being killed or shot or mm-hmm. arrested by the police to go steal a pair of shoes or a T-shirt. Yeah. What have we done in our society and culture? But, and here's the thing. You dangle in front of people the only way to participate in this culture, the only way to be successful in this culture. We say it all the time. Yes. You have to look like you don't need a job to Absolutely. get a job. So, And in our business especially, you got to walk in there like, I could take this or not. You're, here's the thing. Your physical attributes promote narratives before people even speak to you. You need that and, latest and, 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 phone. And, you need that latest shoe. And, and if you being don't have black, it, let me tell you something. I, this is something I will speak to about blackness and why and it's one of the critiques that I have seen white people make of black people yes. about why we spend money on our clothes or and our, our home, a baby, uh, a, baby, an expensive outfit and, for a baby. Because I'm going to tell you, because you you judge us by the way we look. You get you treated very absolutely. differently if you're all in coach outfits yeah. with big coach all over Absolutely. it then you, if you're not and, and this thing we always get and treated you you're going to get treated are badly to participate in it and that and these are the ways the markers of success and this is how you get to success you and don't you get to dangle, success by dressing steak in my face and then ask me when i when i when i cut you for it because i'm hungry you go what are you doing can't aren't you good enough with hamburger helper yeah or, doesn't that fill up your stomach yeah so when you when you create a society and tell people the only way to participate it is this way, I, so even when you see the white hipsters stealing the 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 vans, at, it's ask still yourself, a commentary. It's a commentary on on our commodification of life and yep. everything, and 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 how we all need to stop and go, hey, what does being a participant really mean? That's right, because really, what the but, and here's the thing, that's losing, and I, and I get it, and I get it, it's losing the plot because really being the participant is the people who are walking in the streets. That's right. That's the real participation. I want to thank all of you. Thank you. Make your sign stand on your lawn. That's yes. what I love about it. Yeah. You know, I walk outside and there are people in my apartment building that I haven't met and they have banners on their balcony that say Black Lives Matter. Um, no life matters until Black Lives Matter. And it was just right before this and people were still arguing, well, why don't all lives matter? Thank you. Yes. And I'm going to tell you something. The universe sent down my street a full hundreds of people 
protesting. Right. I live on a side street. No, these are not. We, I mean, we're in the, we're in a West Hollywood. We're in a yeah. you know a, a populated area, but we're not on a main major thoroughfare. Yeah, but that's people. That's as many people walking. And I, I hope there were more people walking on, on on the street uh, to the left of me and the street to the right of me. Yep. You know, now it's time for resistance. Wrap up. up, 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 up. We give you actionable items. In addition to putting black lives matters on whatever you want in your car, on your desk, at your, out your window. And I, it, it does make a difference. It It really does for me. It gives me that little push I need every time I'm outside. And thank you. Um, Also, we've talked to you before about the color of change. It's a great organization, a great Mm. pack. You should definitely check them out. Uh, But they, uh, they have an initiative voting while black. Yep. In the past two weeks, we've seen all 50 U.S. states plus 18 countries participate in protests against police brutality after the murder of George Floyd. Um, Time and time again, we've watched people channel their outrage of the senseless killings of unarmed black folks to the streets. So at the Color of Change Pack, we realized one solution to the unjust criminal system was voting out these district attorneys and other elected officials who continue to fail us. These elected officials hold so much power, yet their elections often go unnoticed. We have a a district attorney here who is a problem also. Yep. She got to go. Yep. So uh, th- there's a lot of things you can do. We encourage you to go to the Color of Change website and check it out. Um, if you're in a place where you can give to them, please do support them with a donation of any amount. Those donations enable them to send hundreds of thousands of text messages, launch online action hubs, run geo-targeted ads, closely monitor and track disinformation efforts, keep millions of voters updated, and much, much more. It helps in an education and making a public awareness of these people. This Here's the thing. We didn't know that we needed to get down to a granular level in government and, and our information and knowing... A lot of people didn't know that. Yeah. They didn't know that they had to participate in their, their, that their civic duty was to participate in government information and knowing their government at a granular level. Now mm-hmm. you do. And yeah, you, you have a response. That's right. Or your senators, okay? Now we have to know. You got to know who is running what in your city. We got secret police in D.C. Don't get it twisted. Everything you do is important. That's right. We want to thank our production team, Gail and Laura. They're amazing. They're wherever amazing is born. Way. Just sent us fish. That's how they are. They're they amazing. are amazing. This is amazing, okay? We want to thank you so much for being here and listening to us. Thank you so much. And for writing and, and keep it up. And and we just want to say be safe, take care of each other, and we love you. Yes. I'm Frances Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to The, the Final Word. Word. You know what, Angela? But I tell you this. Okay, now more than ever, we are all thinking about our hygiene. Can you believe it? We are washing our hands and sneezing into our arms, but we are all still taking a huge carrier of the virus with us everywhere. That's right. Our cell phones. Yeah. They're a vector for disease, and we rarely clean them. We are constantly touching our phones with our hands and even pressing them to our face. I just did it. Just a moment ago. Mm-hmm. It's time to take cleaning your phone seriously. The Clean Phone Pro Sanitizer uses medically proven UV light technology to kill 99.99% of all bacteria that comes in contact with your phone. Better than wipes and safe for your device, the Clean Phone Pro gets every inch of your phone clean with nine high power UVC lights. Dedicated wireless charging pad on top of the chamber. That's right. You can be sanitizing other items while wirelessly charging your phone. Or just use the Clean Phone Pro as your go to charger station anytime yes the fully removable top means easier fit for more items and larger items go to cleanphone.com today and get one for just 89 dollars and free shipping when you use the code sexy liberal if you're serious about hygiene it's time to get serious about cleaning your phone
That's right. Go to cleanphone.com and keep your phone truly clean. Remember, use the code SEXYLIBERAL for two-day free shipping, and it will ship immediately. Yes, that's thecleanphone.com, thecleanphone.com.